0: Coming up tonight on the Ringside Report (laughs) (laughs) AEW's full gear card accidentally leaked Bray Wyatt reportedly had issues leading up to his release The Young Bucks fire shots to hit Roe and their sneaker collection. Vince McMahon orders a makeover for Cameron Grimes. Roman Reigns thinks CM Punk has lost a few steps. Kevin Nash apologises to The Rock for being a dick. Just The Rock though. Impact Wrestling signs top indie talent. Buddy Murphy to debut in New Japan this November. Ray Ripley has lost her women's tag title while on the road. (sighs) Karrion Cross is set to undergo another new gimmick change. Braun Strowman meets with Impact Wrestling.
1: Uh, AEW Rampage beats WWE SmackDown in the key ratings demo. And
0: when's all that coming up, Anthony? It's coming up right fucking now. <laughs> so I let's stop swearing. <laughs> i your dad you us for that. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Dad. Um so let's kick it off with news item number one. The news <laughs> Newsday. Tony Khan. Fucked up a bit, Annie. Oh, yeah, he's had a he's had a fucking wild weekend, buddy. <laughs> you need to fucking stop swearing. We fucking said right. I'm fucking sorry. <laughs> so, rumor has it he may have accidentally leaked the full gear match card. Now, I think since, on, my opinion, come, I don't
1: think it was an accident.
0: Hmm. You think he's just one like, of those kind oh, oh, of guys? I've hold the paper the wrong way. That <laughs> you know what
1: um,
0: I think he's since come out, by the way, and said, "No, I was just doodling my notebook, and I was just fantasy booking it." No, um, because he no, didn't mate, you did write you You're not fantasy booking anything. You're the booker. Um, but basically, <laughs> he was um, a picture was taken of him for some magazine somewhere, can't remember what it was, but he was at a, a Jacksonville Jaguars game, um, and basically, it was. Pretty, you know, high megapixel picture because you couldn't have zoom in and see what was written on his notepad. Isn't it? So one really took a very high res picture
1: of a full match card that people might be excited about. It's crazy how That's that happens high. accidentally, yeah. not on purpose. Yeah, it's funny though.
0: Um, but for those people who did look into it with the. You know, keen little eyes. Spoilers they will have seen now. potential spoilers for Full Gear, including the one match which is already announced, which is Hangman Adam Page taking on Kenny Omega for the AW World Championship. We have potentially John Moxley versus Brian Danielson, the Inner Circle versus the American Top Team, MJF versus Darby Allin. CM Punk versus Wardlow, interestingly. Interesting. Thunder Rosa versus Jade Cargill. That now, I believe this also had something written next to it which said something like, move to Jan. Oh. So, interesting. Who's Jan? Who is Jan? Um, Adam Cole versus Christian Cage. Interesting. Uh, the Young Bucks versus Jurassic Express. And Cody Rhodes versus Malachi Black or Andrade Elidolo or Miro. <laughs> So, as
1: long as Cody's in it,
0: yeah, we're good. we know we want Cody. We also, had
1: I heart Cody. Right <laughs>
0: against someone else, he's not faced yet that he wants to face. Um, so yeah, I thought the the EVPs didn't have any power anymore. Um, <laughs> but yeah, interesting Funny one. Uh, so you think it was no accident? Is no. that what you're saying? Look at the picture. This
1: Look is at the it. picture right here. You can clearly
0: see it. On it's our, practically fucking posing. You know, on our 1080p wonderful. Um, you know, you find a high res one of your ones. Look at the picture. That's that's deliberate. Um, that is one of them. Like, <laughs> oh no. Yeah, it does definitely seem, whether it's a you know preliminary version of it or what, definitely seems like he was trying to plan out the card.
1: People love to bash Tony Khan, right? And they love to, like, oh, you know, he needs to just stay away from Twitter and stuff. I think he knows what he's doing in the sense, like, there's no such thing as bad publicity. So mm-hmm. when he goes on one of his little rants, right? So this accidental leak has got people talking about the match card, right? True. And when he went on his rant about beating SmackDown, which we'll talk about, um, what happened? People started talking about Rampage, didn't they? They did. I don't think he. I think he's doing these things knowing that it just gets people talking just about wrestling. Jedi
0: mind tricks.
1: And talking about wrestling is never a bad thing. It doesn't really matter if you're siding with AEW or WWE in these arguments. It's got people buzzing and talking about these things. And I think that's what his aim is. To be honest with you, people just mm. feed into it.
0: Yeah, I mean, to be fair, you could be right. It is very, you know, coincidental that you would have a picture taken of him. Where You can just happen to see the right side up and on that page and everything well, a potential bit, like, match card.
1: I might just sound like a conspiracy tinfoil hat kind of kind of guy here, but who holds paper like that? I've just been <laughs> writing something and I'm going to flip it around and hold it like this. It just doesn't make any fucking sense yeah. unless you're posing for a picture.
0: Maybe, maybe. Um, I think also, and I don't think it was mentioned in the report I was reading there, but I think Britt Baker's name was on the card with a TBC or TBA against it. So. Or TBS.
1: <laughs>
0: oh. <laughs> i see what you did there um so yeah so was the full gear card potentially leaked you decide um so next one anthony next what one are you card, talking about ray
1: wyatt is a man of controversy mm-hmm. so apparently uh, and i believe this was andrew zarian in the mat men podcast if you want to check it out for <laughs> some more detail but we'll talk about it in brief here that's um it's been reported that wyatt was apparently being difficult in the lead up to his release um, that he clearly had performance issues in the ring and issues with his weight and to be honest those are things that I think were identified anyway and probably attributed to the, um, the depression it was alleged mm-hmm. he suffered but um, apparently it was stated in this that these were not the reasons for his release and a number of issues led to the decision to cut the former champion um, namely that the company were being told that, uh, obviously officially due to budget cuts but that many people in the company did not believe that it, it, this was the case and basically that he had become somewhat difficult, let's say. Um, mm. Now, I personally think with this that what do you define as difficult? Because this is a suggestion from inside that it like, would <clears> oh, become difficult to work with and obstructive and so on. But at the end of the day, he was always very passionate about his character as well.
0: I think in, in this day and age, if you've got an opinion about how you're booked... I mean, uh, that is you know difference from the way that the talent tells you or <laughs> well, from the writers tell you sorry mm-hmm. then uh yeah it means you're difficult now
1: that's the thing so i personally and i'm not just defending them blindly because we don't know the truth of it and we never will we, like when they suggested that he was he was out with depression and it might not have been and so on we don't actually know the truth of it I and mean, in a lot of senses it might not be our business if it's personal reasons mm-hmm. but when the suggestion like oh you know he'd, he'd become difficult to work with and so on like that um I think it largely down to that. Like if you are impassioned about your character and the direction of your character, you're going to become argumentative. And there was a time in WWE that wouldn't have necessarily been a bad thing. Um, now, it gets your release.
0: Yeah. Crazy, <laughs> crazy how times have yeah, changed. Crazy, crazy. <laughs> um, so, the next one to talk about, Young Bucks being staring up some shiz on I Twitter. Believe it or not, it's um, over shoes. It's over shoes. So, they've been throwing shade um, at NXT's... Um, Hit row. did
1: nxt start it though uh, no they might
0: not have actually i'm not too sure to be fair um, i think they, they might they might have done actually um so the tweet that the uh, top dollar uh, made uh, said some of your favorite wrestlers only wear sneakers on camera to seem cool and hip but in real life they rock vans and Asics exclusively but you're not ready for that conversation um, so, Young Bucks then posted a tweet following that which said, Spent more on sneakers in September than the entire NXT roster did. Um, so, yeah, people be and, um, beefing about shoes, yo.
1: And uh, reports uh, in that uh, no one really gives a shit what you wear <laughs> on your feet. Yeah. I mean, obviously, if you didn't see your sneakers, cool. If you wear Vans, cool. Guess what? People aren't really watching wrestling for that.
0: That's it that's it um, I like I know obviously the young Bucks as part of their kind of heel personas are being repping the kind of you know the Gucci's and the crazy sh- you know shoes oh, whenever yeah, they can. Um you know to kind of get it get across answer. the kind of you know pompous kind of aspects yeah, of them yeah. but you know hit well, row obviously to do was
1: send out a tweet like this that's all they had to do, to do. Um,
0: but yeah so basically thrown a better shade it seems at um you know some of the members of NXT, uh, specifically Top Dollar and the rest of Hit Row. So, interesting one. Um, I think a lot of fans thought it was, <laughs> was pretty funny. Um, and I think after the fact, Top Dollar tried to you know do a couple of follow up tweets um about it all and basically just didn't really go too well for yeah for them. So it's
1: funny. I mean you don't mind like fun little beef like this, do you? I mean the fighting always the end Well, of the
0: that's it. You know people all good fun. No, no, no harm from a little bit of inter inter-promotional bants no I harm say. at you know all saying, um so the next one i to need to talk about
1: it's an interesting one this mate. um that vince mcmahon has um ordered a makeover for cameron grimes
0: Ooh. and to be
1: honest i feel like this was probably heading that way anyway um he's had that association with the million dollar man yeah he's had that gimmick change but he still looks like that grubby cowboy mm-hmm. um might not be the right terminology, but you know what I mean. He's never—they've never changed his look. He's always—it's it, been that—that that same look that he had before he changed his gimmick. So um, obviously, the suggestion here is that um, they're looking to clean up his look. So that includes apparently shaving his chest um, and the like. So we're probably going to get a less long-haired beardy version of Cameron. So I'd be intrigued to see what they're going to go for. This isn't just an aesthetic thing, is it? It's like what are they going to go for overall with his gimmick? Is this going to mm. push further into? million dollar thing or is he is it going to be another wholesale change to him i just don't know
0: yeah i'm going to be a bit annoyed though because obviously they're, they're doing a lot of stuff already um like stuff with loomis and um, indy hartwell and it seems like they're going down the you know oh, would you swipe whatever way people swipe on tinder um to get a match that's that's the kind of relationship you want with wwe like where they you know acknowledge and work with tinder yeah it makes sense Well exactly um so but i'd hate for it to go down this route of like another love interest kind of angle now for, you know, just, yeah, it doesn't mm-hmm. always have to be about that, we've got enough stuff going on, especially, NXT seems to be the worst for it, everyone seems to be in a fucking, it's like high school musical at this point. that fucking place I don't, they're gonna, they're gonna they're, don't encourage them to be got, De- the got Dexter and fucking Indy, you've got, um, Johnny Gargano to- and Candice LeRae, you've got, um, yeah, you song, Harland the, and, Har- J- I J- thought DC. I was gonna say, you <laughs> motherfucker, forgot his name, we've it, come right there in front of me, Gentle Caress and all that. Um, so, yeah, That's the you. name of the tag team. Gentle Um So, yeah, interesting one. Um, who knows? We'll who will see? Are you excited to see the new Cameron Grimes? No. It wasn't either. Yep. Um, so, Anthony, let's talk about the next piece of news that we've got for you. Roman Reigns being flapping his gums um, on CM Punk this week. How much stress um, I think... <clears throat> kayfabe in character in all fairness but yes maybe, yes he maybe. um but basically he didn't mince his words uh, when responding to what some people may consider to be a dream match between roman reigns and cm punk um he said i've answered a question similar to this a while ago and it falls back to what our audience wants to see if our audience wanted to see it they're clamoring for it couldn't shut up about it and all the stars aligned as a businessman and a performer um you know i wouldn't say no but i mean on a personal level doesn't do anything for me that's not going to elevate me at all he's older now i haven't really seen a full match i've seen a clip or two and to me a step or two has been lost then also he got his ass whooped in the ufc um i mean i see it's a bit personal uh, probably in character to well, no point but still
1: I, I think when he's talking about like that won't elevate me and he's lost a step they're kind of things that you're saying in they're, honestly, the getting his ass up in the UFC. It's one of them where I'm sure he wants to provoke a reaction and he is buying into his mm-hmm. own heel character, but you know, he stepped into UFC more than Roman ever did. Like, I don't think he can really talk shit until you've tried it.
0: Yeah, and I mean, um, he does go out and attacks the rest of the AEW yeah. roster as well. Because <laughs>
1: don't be wrong, it's fair to say his um, UFC record is shit. It's shocking. Oh, well, it's not too, you know, it, isn't it? But um, that when you're asking Roman the question about having a match with the man, his UFC records
0: totally fucking irrelevant. But, again, yeah. it's to be Teal heat. heat. He has the UFC record. Roman's never got in there. So we don't know how he would do. Um, but, yeah, he also basically... He'd probably, yeah, to be fair. He gets his golden glove. Um, That's but, true, punch. <laughs> Off the cage. Uh, anyway. um, but, yeah, he also took a bit of a personal swipe at the AW roster as well. He said, um, I mean, when it comes down to it, I would throw... Um, him and the rest of that roster out the club, no problem. They're just little brothers, you know. Um, so,
1: yeah. yeah. Say, I'm 6'3", and
0: 265
1: pounds. I'm a legitimate athlete. I think he might be writing in the profile. But
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, he's got a point. He's a bigger fella than a lot of them. But, yeah. um, it's one of them. It goes back to the whole all petite wrestling and shit like that. It's like...
1: But, like, Are hmm. we talking real or are we talking kayfabe?
0: Because if he's got built
1: heel he all well and good. If he legitimately thinks he's tougher than these guys because he's bigger, then, you know,
0: Goldberg was bigger than Jericho. It's true. Jericho beat his ass. So mm, bigger shame. you are, the harder you fall, as they say. But yeah, in character or not, interesting words from Roman Reigns about CM Punk and the AEW roster. Um the next one, Anthony, to talk about Kevin Nash. Okay. So Kevin Nash, um
1: I feel like lately, I don't know if he's like been having a think about his life or something lately, but he what like epiphany. there was a time that he'd make some comments and I'd be like, yeah, he seems like he's been an ass. Uh, but lately, a lot of what he's saying just seems to be like I, I don't know. I agree with it more, I guess. Mm. Um, and then further buy into this, like is he is he like you know
0: reevaluating something? <laughs> no, not that one. Is he reevaluating yeah.
1: some things? Maybe. Mm. And this latest like, one makes me think that because um, he basically has had a positive exchange with The Rock
0: mm-hmm.
1: and has apologized for the past heat they had between them. So, um, you know, he said some things. I'll paraphrase uh, roughly saying that, you know, his work ethic is amazing. You know, his filming schedule would kill most people. Um, but obviously, he, he's paid respect to basically everything The Rock's been doing. Um, and obviously, The Rock's sort of <laughs> hit back a little bit as well. You can see the if you want to see the full effect of it. But uh, both showing each other a nice sound of respect. But, um, you know, this is... I mean, how long ago was this heat between the two of them? Like, it, it's interesting that um, he sort of two thousand two goes back to two thousand two, you know. Um, and he actually even says, you know, I'm sorry to such a dick to you when I came back in two thousand two, just trying to keep my spot. You know,
0: it's um, that's an interesting quote in itself, isn't I know, it? Yeah, Obviously, but, the N.W.O. I mean, the rock was probably
1: what shit hot at that point, mm. like the, the top dog almost. So um, I think last time Nash was there before that, he was the top dog. So kind of makes sense that he felt threatened by him, but mm. I think um, I, I thought it was a really positive exchange. It's not often you get to see this kind of thing on social media. It's a really positive exchange between the two of them. Um, and you know what? Fair play to the man. He's acknowledged it and, it, you know, almost sort of... He has apologised for it, but you can almost get where he's like, when you make that comment, like, just trying to keep me spot, you can almost kind of get what his mentality was when he went into it. Not that it justifies it, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, fair play to the parent. Fair play,
0: fair play. Fair play. Nice to see the beef has been squashed after these you know many, Carl, many years. He likes beef. I like beef. Um, so the next one to talk about, Impact have made a oh, acquisition hell. of a top independent wrestler. Um, so Lady Frost, um, who has made a name it? for herself on the independent scene. Lady Hat, if you ask <laughs> Um But yeah, she's obviously made a bit of a name for herself on the indie scene over the past uh, couple of years um and impact um have apparently offered her a contract now so um mm-hmm. which is interesting because the same report which came from fightful um stated that nwa had also offered her a contract um quite a few months ago so interesting uh, acquisition a bit of a coop i would say for impact you wonder what
1: happened or what broke down with it in nwa then yeah anything? it's
0: interesting obviously they've been kind of um doing a lot of good stuff nwa uh, obviously had the empower and kind of Trying to really highlight and showcase women's wrestling. Obviously, Mickey James is is heading up a lot of the stuff there. So I know she's also involved with Impact as well at the moment. But yeah, interesting yeah, choice you, and decision I'm, from from Lady am
1: Just gonna get. It. I'm guessing she's
0: American. Um, apparently so. <laughs> Definitely according to this picture. Um, this yeah. is what happens when Anthony sees the pictures ahead of time. You see, yeah, Anthony can't that's a normally, funny thing. I don't normally even know what these <laughs> fucking pictures are. I could put anything <laughs> up there. I could literally just have a point to Anthony. Yeah. I'm just calling him a TED, but you know, but um
1: no, uh, interesting. And to be honest, interesting with Impact lately, they seem to be mm. bolstered in their, their roster quite a bit in you general.
0: Do. I mean, especially even um, the Rims Division, like the iconics coming in now and stuff as well. Um, they have obviously uh, Raquel consoles. So yeah, inspiration, it's what i meant to say. Um so yeah, interesting acquisition by impact. Indeed. Um speaking of acquisitions.
1: So, um, only a brief one, this in some senses, but it was an update on Buddy Murphy, or the former Buddy Murphy, I believe he is now Buddy Matthews. He is indeed, yes. Um, so it had been reported a little while back that he was looking to go to New Japan. We can now confirm that a debut has been set in the Battle in the Valley on November the 13th. We will see Buddy Matthews make his New Japan Pro Wrestling debut. And that's all she wrote. So, that's all I need to say.
0: Um, D- dusted. Has he rocked up anywhere else? Because I saw like some of the vignettes and stuff he, he was posting on Twitter about like escaping the mental institution and stuff like that. I, I, I don't know, car. I mean, I feel like you're like, interrogating me. I just
1: want to tell yeah, people he just been
0: just wondering because like, if this is his first um, appearance post Udurir, then I think it's going to be interesting to see how he is and how, how he does. And it's interesting that he's gone straight to New Japan. Um, I but I is. don't think he has rocked up anywhere. So I think it is, you know. Well, mm. I wasn't prepared for your last question. Yeah, no, you know that's what happens when we do it right here, in person. <laughs> no, don't um, decide.
1: This is his his debut with New Japan. I don't. If he's done anything, it hasn't been anything like in a big enough scale that we will have seen it. But I don't think he's actually done anything since leaving WWE in terms of matches or working for any promotions. But it'd be interesting. He's always someone who's had a, a lot of talent, and I don't like to use this term because people are like. oh, but, you know, underutilized in some senses in WWE. Um, I think he, he was heading for a decent run at one point with the work he was doing with Seth. And then he decided, you know what? He's going to like young girls. That's what we're going to do with this. And um, that didn't go anywhere somehow. I don't know how that worked. Uh, you know? Apparently going after a teenage girl did not actually do anything. I mean, he's on a list now. Line. Well, that's pretty well, much as far think, as it uh, went. He's had to go to Japan to get away from that fucking storyline. <laughs> but whatever.
0: Yeah. Um, interesting. He's gone to Japan. More places. <laughs> mm. but, um, um, but no,
1: I think um, like joking aside, like shouldn't really joke like that. But joking aside, um, the storyline he was put in with WWE uh, and this whole year thing that was kind of the the thing that ruined his, his potential <coughs> run for me. Like I think he was doing well with with being Seth's like minion, if you will. And mm. I thought there's gonna be a point you can branch away. They didn't even really do him. Like him and Seth properly no. like when he when he sort of broke away and sided with the Mysterios they didn't even do that feud properly unfortunately no. but um, it'd be nice to see because I do think he's got potential and it'd, it'd be nice to see what he does in New Japan
0: yeah. it's mad as well because he got even more ripped when he left WWE so he must look like an absolute machine now mm. to be fair to him so. like Brian Cage like Brian Cage yeah. but, uh, yeah. and we've
1: seen many a wrestler go to New Japan hone skills come back with a much better arsenal of Skill or ability, yep. or whatever. He
0: has got a much better arsenal. And
1: once he's worked on his arsenal, he'll uh, he'll come back to WWE. Maybe who knows? Maybe who knows? Who knows? Who
0: knows? Um, so yeah, Buddy Matthews, New Japan. Um, so we're really fucked up. So um, she just so happens to have lost her tag team title. No, no, not in a match. She lost the bag. It's got all the gear and the title as well. Um,
1: is this, I read some. I uh, read something the other day that like the gear she wore on the most recent <laughs> RAW was actually she borrowed the pants from Damian Priest. Priest.
0: That's true. She <laughs> had like, <laughs> like a, a black sports bra on and Damien Priest's pants. Um, so yeah. So she I'm basically the lost the bag. Like that, well, exactly. It's interesting that like they're the same size. You wouldn't think it would you? Oh, she's, got, um, she's tall. Like isn't she, she, she is though? tall. Um, but yeah. So she basically posted on Twitter um, lost gear bag um in albuquerque new mexico basically said if any of you've seen a black travel suitcase around the office boulevard and montano road please hold on to it and let me know it has all my gear in it including my title cheers um so yeah it's been noted in the past that if a wrestler loses their belt then they are given a replica title uh, while traveling and doing their press um until they basically get another one kind of made for them um if it's not recovered but yeah, and as Anthony said, she then basically hasn't found it, at least as recently as the, the house show from the other day where she had to wear Damien Priest's pants. So, yeah. Oops. Whoops. Um, <laughs> and also, if you find a bag
1: somewhere with a title in, good find. Yeah, it's a nice correctable. title.
0: Correctable. I think, uh, I don't know who it was, someone on Twitter. Uh, I'm not sure whether it's a, another wrestler or just some um, account basically posted, um, oh, thanks for all the money raised from the auction of her stuff. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? That's so, nice. yeah. better heel heat for that person. Oh, come on, Joe's um, a joke, though, it? <laughs> uh, Ooh, interesting. This doesn't normally happen. Oh, yeah, it does. It doesn't. It doesn't. Um, but, yeah, let's talk about this one. Braun. Mm. What were we saying about him? That's a great point. That's flipped to the wrong screen, then. <laughs> Just a fair <bit> <laughs> Thanks, Carl. Um, um, so, this is my turn, right? Yeah. Yeah,
1: okay, cool. Yeah, so, the former Braun Strowman, now known as Adam Sheer. It uh, was actually spotted meeting with Impact Wrestling's Scott D'Amore. Um, so they met in a hotel bar in Motor. It sounds like proper stalker, this. In <laughs> Motel City Comic Con, they went into a hotel room for about oh. forty-five minutes. Oh, uh, I'm kidding. That those bits are totally <laughs> made up. Um, so we basically um, they were sitting down for a long time together, and um, it said that Cher was actually arriving there deliberately to meet D'Amore.
0: Shares there. Shame. Oh, no, I <clears throat> And
1: we're degree? joking, by
0: the way. We saw all the heat that that comment got um, from people. She might look like another woman. How dare we? Yeah. Um, anyway, so
1: it's looking like it's it's getting increasingly more likely that Braun's signing with Impact. Mm. Um, apparently, it's been reported by I believe PW Insider that um, they were been working on a number of surprises for the Bound for Glory pay per view. So. Hey, let's put our rumour hat on and say, was this meeting regarding Braun Strowman's debut at Alpha Glory? Maybe. For if it
0: was, then we'll know on Saturday. We certainly
1: um, will. Yeah. And
0: you hear here to hear first. It's definitely happening. It's definitely <laughs> happening. <laughs> um, why not? Why the fuck? We um, need to stop swearing. Um, so, the next one to talk about, Anthony, it, it seems, I think I had something in here about carrying Cross for some reason. And I just haven't done any kind of images or anything for him, well, we'll so throw that in as like a surprise at the end, then. Um, yeah, cool. You can cover that one at the end. Um, yeah, but the other piece of news to talk about—controversial, depending on you know who you talk to, what you believe, what you care about—but basically, well, honest,
1: like, okay, go, you can't go. argue with the facts. Thing. You give the facts.
0: AEW's Rampage beats WWE SmackDown in in the key demographic of eighteen to forty-nine viewership. Um, and also ties with SmackDown in other key demos for the uh, additional 15 uh, minutes, the segments um, of Roman, uh, tied with the segments of uh, The Bunny and um, Ruby Soho. So, um, yeah, I don't have all the figures here, but well, basically...
1: I, I, I mean, the figures are largely, like, people are going to argue the shit out of this anyway, right? <coughs> we, like, you can go, all right, They one in that demo, right? Now, people like to jump all over this and Well, SmackDown had better overall viewers and this isn't really a win for Rampage, Rampage is still shit, etc. There's so many people on either side of the fence. Now, Carl and I are in, I would say a unique position, but there's so many more people coming out of the woodworks now saying that they like both. But we watch both shows. We wish nothing but the best for both shows. In actual fact, we love the fact that they are in competition. This is something that I think people are losing. They they want want Tony Khan to shut up and they don't want anyone to compete with each other. Mm -hmm. Competition's good. Yeah. and whether they want it or not, or whether it was like a corporate thing or not, you had the likes of Sasha Banks putting up a tweet saying it's clobbering time because she knew that their match was going up against CM Punk's match. Uh, CM Punk biting back afterwards, saying yes, it was because they obviously beat them in the demo. Various little bits like that. That is like, I don't think it's a bad thing for them to be in competition with each other because it makes them both want to try and elevate their game. Mm-hmm. Like SmackDown, very deliberately. Um, they went no commercial for that thirty minutes oh, to yeah. compete with AEW. Yeah, so, so they, this was deliberate. This wasn't a thing of like we happen to be going up against you. That and we're not <laughs> even in competition. No. We're not even trying. And that's no. bullshit.
0: They literally went out the way to do this. They extended the show by thirty minutes. Made all thirty minutes ad free. They put into them thirty minutes the Sasha um, match and the Roman and Brock segment.
1: Yeah. It
0: was the final half an hour of the show. Exactly.
1: Um,
0: they and aggressively then, went after AEW, yeah. and then they can pull back. Like whether they win or lose, if they
1: lost, they could pull back and go, well, you know, we had the disadvantage because we got moved <clears> to FS1 and so on. Like that. So they, they never lose because they always have a reason. Yeah. right? There's always but, an excuse. There's not even a
0: reason, it's an excuse. The
1: bottom line is SmackDown overall pulls in more viewers and some people go, well, yeah. the demo doesn't really matter. But the, like for me, I'm looking at it going, that's a, that's great. That, mm. that Rampage can be enough Absolutely of a threat for them is. like that. That they can all be in competition like that. The thing is... And that everyone is doing their utmost to be the best fucking
0: show. That's yeah. what we want. And, like, it showed as well, because SmackDown this week was great. Um, Would it have been great if they weren't doing this? Probably not. But, you know, yeah, when SmackDown is on Fox, which is available to all homes in America, pretty much, it normally gets over 2 million viewership. Uh This week, they moved to FS1, which is only on cable. Uh Their viewership dropped overall to 866k, right? Now, total viewers... Crazy drop, crazy drop. Total viewers still was significantly higher than Rampage, which I think Drew just shy of 600k. Yes. Right? But the fact is, this was the first time you've had SmackDown and Rampage, with Rampage is only a couple of weeks old, by the way,
1: Yeah.
0: at a 10pm time slot, compete on somewhat of a level playing field. They're both on cable, both on at the same time. Um, for that 30 minutes. For yeah. them 30 minutes. And WWE went ad-free. They stacked the card and everything, and they only just marginally beat them in terms of total viewers. And they lost the demo for the, the full 30 minutes. Yeah. So, the first 15 minutes, they massively pasted them everywhere in the demo. The final 15 minutes, they were head to head. It was a tie. And that was when um, you had um, was it Roman and Sasha? Uh, no, it's not Roman and Sasha. Roman and Brock at that point. So that what closed out the show? I can't remember. Yeah, I think so. Um, so, basically, that is what. Ended up going up against um, Ruby, Soho and, uh, the Bunny, and Ruby Soho and the Bunny, and they were Ruby Soho and the Bunny—they should not have been level. I mean, to be fair, Roman Reigns is and Brock Lesnar are the two S-tier stars in WWE. Yeah. So yeah, you know, by all accounts, it's not taking anything away from them. They shouldn't have been on eleven play, eleven level playing field, no. um, but they were. So people, you know, making all these excuses of oh, well, it's not their normal time slot. Well, yeah, true, but they chose to be. I mean, they didn't choose for the whole show to be on, on Fox, but they cho- chose to extend it by 30 minutes to compete. So that can't be used. Um, they're not on the same channel. Yeah, okay, that's fine. But yeah. that's a cable channel, just like AEW's Rampage. So,
1: and um, Don't be wrong, I know AEW started all this demo talk. Thanks, <laughs> thanks, Jericho. Right, I know some people are done with it. I know some people think they're absolute experts when it comes to the viewerships and stuff. But the bottom line is it's not really about viewership. It's about the fact that they are clearly competing with one another, which is Mm. a good thing. Yeah. It's not bad.
0: No. And and like from a demo perspective as well, people have been saying this of like, oh, well, you know, Tony Khan loves anybody 18 to 25, loves anybody 26 to 35, you know, loves anybody 36 to 45, whatever. Get to 50, oh, don't like you guys anymore. That's not what it's about. It just so happens that WWE's audience skews heavily into 50 plus or significantly younger than eighteen. Exactly. Which makes sense. It's targeting more towards kids and you've got people who've been watching it for years who are like proper old school who yeah. still like to tune in. Yeah. So um although we've been watching it for years and we're old school and like to tune in and we're not in that demo. That's true. Um that's depressing. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> but so, um,
1: but yeah. no, I am. Um, I don't want to get bogged down with the numbers personally. I think I think it's fantastic that Rampage did as well as it did for such a young show. I remember when Dynamite was like being told that it'd never compete with NXT. And I remember when Dan- and remember, Dynamite was first out, it was competing directly with NXT, and everyone was like, oh, it's never going to win. And, <laughs> and look it at now it's not even a talking point, because they've just <laughs> gone way past that now.
0: I still love that uh, as well. It's not a Wednesday night war. All right.
1: No, no, it's not. And it's also not a marathon, not a sprint, it's a marathon, if you ask yeah. Triple H. But yeah. what to, I don't know, because you ain't competing.
0: Well, exactly. Um, um,
1: but yeah, for me, I'm just, I love, like, I wish they'd just go, you know what, yeah, they are our biggest rival, which they are at the moment, and acknowledge the fact that they are. Why wouldn't you compete with them? That makes absolutely no sense.
0: Yeah. It's, you know? I mean, they, they can talk about themselves not being a wrestling company, being an entertainment company all they want. That's cool the end of the day, they are world wrestling entertainment. Therefore, they offer wrestling, and the the closest company to them that offers wrestling in terms of viewership is AEW. Yeah. So, whether you also compare you know compare yourself to the likes of you know American Idol or whatever the hell else you want to compare yourself to, which they have done in the past as well, and talked about the key demo yeah. and viewership. By the way, yeah, um, you know they should have a level of competition there, and it's only going to bring out the best in both. I totally agree. So,
1: and from a wrestling point of view as well. I don't yeah. care. I don't much care about the whole variety show entertainment side of things. If it's going to make them compete on a wrestling level, mm. brilliant, love it. Why not?
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, you throw bloody Reggie doing backflips at me every two minutes. Like, that's not even entertainment for me. Like, that's not even a fucking no, variety. That's, that's just, true. what is that? Yeah. Um, but I'm compelling storylines, Paul Heyman, the stuff with him and Brock, Fantastic! Some of that's much better storyline work than AEW has to offer. We're
1: we're fortunate enough now that if you want to stay up that late, especially for us in the UK, you can go straight from SmackDown to AEW. You can, assuming you pay for ITV. Well, yeah, because I mean
0: you've got to do that because ITV. Fuck that! Um, My
1: point being, you get that. You get to be able to just go from one show to the other, which is um, that should be enjoyable for everyone. Instead of just going, ah, I don't even bother watching AEW. It's just a spot fest, and Tony Khan's an asshole. What's all this about? Yeah, it's the closest best alternative we've had in a long time. Enjoy it,
0: man. like unless they literally just watch it for not nothing to do with wrestling. I love it because most yeah, people okay. sound
1: like they actively want everyone to like. Oh, they're all XW. Yeah, yeah. Well, fuck them. They should all just be at home with no jobs. <laughs> yeah. Like, how, how can you be like like? Oh yeah, he, he left that company, and um, can you believe? Can you believe he left McDonald's and went to work for KFC? The cunt I know. Like, how dare? he
0: How dare he? Everyone knows McDonald's is better. It's been <laughs> around longer. You yeah. know. It's
1: like. They've got, like, you should be happy there's enough variety on the menu that they can go and thrive somewhere
0: else, here McDonald's, guns. Yeah, but I don't like beef. <laughs> <laughs> well, you should eat at McDonald's anyway. They have chicken sandwiches too, you know. Um, so, yeah. Um, product placement. McDonald's uh, the variety sure. so Yeah, so we haven't got this in, um, but it was one that I missed. Um, just something briefs to talk about, Anthony, about uh, carrying cross.
1: Yeah, so apparently we're going to have another change to carry um, and uh, sadly no uh, suggestion that they're going to be getting rid of that stupid fucking Roman gimsuit, thingy, gimsuit helmet thing yep. but that they're going to try and portray him as more of a psycho but still calm and maybe a cool. psycho
0: because he um, cosplays as a gimp but for me they're
1: still kind of missing the mark because they still want to keep the gladiator thing going and they still have not mentioned bringing Scarlet into it.
0: So <laughs> literally, whatever he does or looks like doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. Bring Scarlet back; the rest will, will fall into place. Because you put in like, or what when they say stuff like this, like they're
1: gonna try and portray him as more of a psycho yet still calm and cool. They, I feel like they are literally gonna say, to him, "Go out there and tell everyone you're a
0: psycho," and he's gonna be like, "I'm a psycho" because <laughs> they don't really know how to fucking write for this guy. No, they've got it. They don't have to write in general most of the time anymore. So, yeah, so. No, we'll, we'll see
1: we'll see whatever <laughs> change it
0: again <laughs> we will see still um, no Scarlet so we're disappointed basically yeah bring Scarlet back she's this hype woman she's she made sense she's our hype woman too we like Scarlett um, so yeah we've done it Anthony we've watched Crown Jewel together we did we've reported on you know the results and our reactions to that we did we spoke about all the happy haps in the world of wrestling for the past week we did and now we've just spoken about uh, the news and rumours
1: As well, going on in the world. So
0: that's it. The show is done, and and you know it's getting later and later. In Thursday, Thursday this week, but hopefully we're gonna end up so late that we're gonna (laughs) actually do two shows back to back. Eventually, probably, yeah. Um, It might get to that point, (laughs) but uh, hopefully we'll be back at you know our usual Tuesday slash Wednesday time next week. was kind of meditative because we're watching a pay per view. Well, exactly, and it's very rare that we get to watch a pay per view together where it's not you know silly hours in the morning. I'm kind of like this. One of the main blessings of Saudi. That's it. It's the it main blessings. there aren't too
1: many blessings for the Saudi pay views, but one of them is the fact yeah. that it's on at a reasonable hour in this country.
0: Exactly. So, it works good for us. We got pizza. We had some whiskey. We watched you it live. Drink and be merry. We did. And we got to record the show live and in person. In person. Which we never do, really. So, yeah. It's been wonderful. It's been fun for all. Uh, we'll be back next week. We'll be talking again. News rumours. We'll be talking... What happened this week in wrestling, and we'll also be looking at the ten superstars we predict to be future world champions next week. Um, so, until then, catch you on the flip side, and we'll throw you over to our pal Griff Garrison Griff. to wish you adieu. Adieu. This is Griff Garrison, and you're listening to A to the K. A to the K. A to the K.